Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever guest watch here on DeathDoorProds.com. Woo! Yeah, so things sound a bit weird. We are, it is myself and my guest, who I'll be introducing in a second, talking into a single microphone that is dynamic. It's very dynamic, and so are we. So that makes total sense. Yeah. So anyway, guest watch it. Uh, for those who haven't, for those who are like new to the site or SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, and or for regular people, before we used to do a series called Let's Watch, where myself and other people from the site would sit down and commentate over a movie with y'all. Uh, we did this for a few years, but eventually just burnt the fuck out on it <laughs> because we were watching fucking, we were watching a movie a week and trying to come up with a interesting things to say about the movie, a b interesting things to say to each other. And uh, see just fucking watching garbage after garbage after garbage. There was a lot of garbage you guys were watching. Yeah, fuck. The last month we were going to do, I, we, we were doing a fucking Frank Oz month. Okay. And I watched and I watched The Dark Crystal and I kind of broke. Yeah. See, for me, The Dark Crystal is a classic, but I'm older than you. Yeah. And I saw it when I was younger than you. Uh-huh. But for you, I could see how you would sit there and say, oh, that's just awful. Yeah, like it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't even awful. It was so middle of the road that it pissed me off. Okay. <laughs> Actual anger from a kids' film. Oh yeah, I was like, oh fuck you, you weird, gross puppet goblin. <laughs> Send it to the main character. Okay, well, fair enough. Good thing you didn't watch Labyrinth then, if you had a Jim Henson. Oh, we watched movie. Labyrinth. We fucking love Labyrinth. But you didn't like the Dark Crystal. No. Okay. All right. Bowie well, can go a long way. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're learning where your bar is right now. So, so folks, again, Labyrinth, awesome. Dark Crystal, uh, middle-of-the-road garbage that almost broke him as a human being. So yeah. there you go. So, the voice you've been hearing is my first guest. Hey! Uh, he is a former CBC radio broadcaster, uh, currently working on a documentary. He runs anythingbut.com, the Catch Potato um, Report Twitter account. And based on his Facebook history, uh, is a man trying to find a way to get paid for visiting Beastie Boy photoshoot locations. Beastie Boys, Tragically Hip, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, if it's a rock and roll pilgrimage that I can do, I will do it. Yep. It is Mr. Daniel Rainish. Hello, everybody. For the record, we are 36 kilometers away from Bob Cajun, for those who are uh, on a Tragically Hip tip right now. So that's, that's where we are, center of the world right now. Being this close to Bob Cajun, I'm wondering once it gets dark later... Will we see the constellations clearly in the sky? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to figure all that stuff out. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time looking in the, at the sky at night. I'm too busy being in a basement. Yeah, yeah. Let me And, and let me tell you this. Get outside once in a while. How many <laughs> empty Pringles cans do you need on the floor of your basement? To be fair, one of them has stuff in it, and I still have four others in the fucking cupboard. Yeah, okay. So, you know, just I'm just saying, get outside every now and then. It's nice out there. It's really not. There are people out there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're better in the basement. Yeah. So anyway, Dan, since you are our inaugural guest watcher. Yes, sir. You picked the first movie you're going to be watching. Yeah. What movie is that? You know, uh, trying to watch a movie that could be both entertaining uh, to you and one that I quote all the time, but most people younger than me have never seen it, have never heard of it, and know the phrase, there can be only one but don't know where it comes from. Yeah. And so when we were talking about what movies to watch, I was like, I bet he's never seen the 1986 classic Highlander starring Sean Connery, 
Christopher Lambert. Have you seen it? I have not. You have not seen it. See, you probably know that there was a TV show that ran for a thousand years and there was a bunch of sequels. But in 1986, this movie was preceded by a Queen song that was just spectacular. And then the entire album, A Kind of Magic, came out. There was never a Highlander movie soundtrack. It was the Queen album, A Kind of Magic. And uh, the movie is just fantastic. I love it. My prediction right here now is is you might think it's just middle-of-the-road 80s garbage. <laughs> you don't care about it. You'll never watch it again. And next time you hear somebody say there can be only one, you will have nightmares of having to sit through this movie. Whereas, <laughs> whereas for me, I'm sitting there going, let's do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I think I might be telling you the only Christopher Lambert movie I've seen is the first Mortal Kombat movie. Okay, so the yeah, Christopher Lambert, I mean, most recently appeared as a film director in the Coen Brothers movie Hail Caesar. And so he's he's been out there, French actor that's been around, hunky hunky super hunk for many years. But uh, he was the guy that was in Highlander and all the filmmakers who use him now use him because he was in Highlander, not because he had to, has anything special to offer. Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys, like people who use uh, Rutger Hauer just because he was in Blade Runner. Yeah. Now, have you seen Blade Runner? Uh, I tried. I, oh my I it, was, gosh. it was boring. Like, it, oh. yeah, like, yeah, it looks fucking great, but it was boring as hell. Okay. All right. Again, you're learning where Dead's coming from, and I uh, come from the same place, but like 25 years uh, earlier. So uh, there was people who watched this movie in the 80s and thought it was horrible. Again, kind of telling, my only real Rucker Howie movie is Hobo with a Shotgun. Love that movie. It is fucking I, great. I almost picked that movie. I almost picked that movie for us to watch, but I thought, you know what, let's go Highlander, because a generation of people should get to know this film. Yeah. And by generation, you mean the six people who listen to these? Yeah. No. Yes. The people who are listening to us now who have never seen it should see it, but also the generation that has never seen it. uh, I have nieces and nephews that have never seen it, and I quote it to them all the time. I'm waiting for them to be old enough to show it to them. And I mean, Sean Connery, uh, still with us. But he's, he did a lot of garbage in addition to being James Bond. Oh, yeah. I've seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. But he did a science fiction movie called Zardos, which I oh, never yes, you know. Yes. The gun is good. Yeah. And then Highlander. And, and I mean, the thing about Highlander to remember is there was three of these movies. I thought there were four of them. Uh, there might have been four. And then there was like six or seven TV series and all of that. I sort of, the, the second one was not very good at all. The third one was horrible. So I probably checked out. There might have been 10 of them. I checked out. <laughs> and this is one of those movies that Hollywood, I guarantee you, somebody's chopping at the bits to remake this. Oh, yeah. There's some fucking dude like with yeah. some fucking like spec script. Yeah. But the rights... The rights for it are all over the place because of who owned it then and who might own it now. And it was there was a company in the eighties called the Canon Film Group, which made movies. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Canon. They made some great horrible movies, and uh, and then the, the brothers broke up. And there's a whole documentary out there about the Canon Film Group, which uh-huh. is worth seeing as well. But but uh, Highlander is a tremendous movie in my mind. It is a classic. And when it comes to action films from the eighties, there can be only one. <laughs> All right, with that note, let's get fucking into this shit. Yeah. So, uh, you can watch along with us at home by checking out the official release either on an official streaming server or purchase copy of the DVD or Blu-ray or what have you from the fine folks at Amazon. I can find links to both of those down in the description. Yeah. Uh, we are watching the 30th anniversary edition. Yes, and we will break no copyrights here. So all you will hear is Dead and I will not hear the soundtrack of the movie. 
Yep. Uh, it's just like on the almost famous Blu-ray and DVD, how uh, you're told to uh, by Cameron Crowe to play the Led Zeppelin song at home because he couldn't get the rights <laughs> for it. But the scene for the, from the movie is on the Blu-ray and DVD, but you have to provide the music because it's a copyright thing. So we do not have any of the Queen music or the movie soundtrack for copyright reasons. We don't have any of the movie period playing in this. It's just us. Yeah. You, just you, us. Yeah, you can sync up. Uh, we have the movie paused at around 31 seconds right after the Canon film logo goes away. <laughs> so you should hit play in that after a second. A uh, bunch of red text to pop up. And yeah. Episode four, A New Hope. No, that's <laughs> something else. All right. So. Do the technical stuff. I'm ready if you're ready. All righty then. We'll be going in five, four, three, two, one, go. I feel as if we should read everything that's on the screen. Well, they're reading it for us. They're reading it for us. Now, of course, the great voice of Sean Connery popping up here. Yeah. You know, and, uh. He, he sort of, and that's one of the fun things about this movie as it gets going as well, is you may from time to time think, well, what accent are they doing now? <laughs> you know, so it's like, are they still in the Highlands of Scotland where the, where the Highlanders come from? Oh, the Queen music jumps right in. Yeah, just Sean Connery directly into Queen. No yeah. fun, just a hard cut. And it's beautiful. That's the way it is. Russell Mulcahy, who did a lot of commercials and then came into the cinematic world. Um, much the way that David Fincher would do later in years. Mm. Uh, David Fincher does not have a Highlander film on his resume. Wait, Clancy Brown is in this? Clancy Brown is in this too. Fuck yeah. Well, that's why Clancy Brown is used by so many people because he was in Highlander as well. It's weird. I only associate him with voice acting now. Yeah. Well, I associate him with Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and this was another fun thing about the eighties because all of the unions weren't fighting to get all of their credits before the movie started. Uh-huh. Credits were actually shorter back then. Yeah, I know. I've seen, I've seen a bunch of movies. Like uh, We've done a bunch of movies from like the fucking 50s and credits are like four seconds. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, you know, like we're, we're almost still, the music continues to play. The song is building. I am immortal. Again, not quoting this, this, the songs because then we'd have to get copyright. <laughs> uh, and then you might also notice, too, that the writer credit comes before the producer credit, then the director. In today's movies, it's producer, then writer, then director. Uh-huh. So, all right. So our beautiful film starts. Yeah, look at the quality of this movie, huh? Yeah. This movie going in. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> you don't want to see that too, too often. But this movie going in, to give you some background, I first saw it in Summerside, Prince Edward Island. In the Capital Twin Theaters. And basically, before the internet and 15,000 websites like anythingbut.com or Death's Door Productions that would try to tell you everything we know about a movie before it came out, you would literally see the ad in the paper that something that wasn't there last week was now playing at the theater. Uh And so you would go to see it. And so... Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, I think, had ended its run, and then up next was a movie called Highlander. Well, what is this thing? We have no idea. And why is this being filmed in a f- with a fucking drone? Ah. Or, or at the very least, like a fucking really elaborate crane setup. See, you you missed it there, but you could see the reflection of the the uh, the jib camera 
in the glass there because I believe this is Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and um wasn't a high wasn't wasn't a movie that they spent a lot of money on. Clearly. Um you know, and the uh, the wrestlers, uh Rocky Four uh had Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Uh, these wrestlers just have people this film just has people wrestling. Yeah, just like, hey, can you can you wrestle somewhat realistically and are okay wearing a wearing a Confederate flag? Yeah. You're fucking tired, dude. Yeah, the Confederate flag thing always throws me off. But uh, And now for something completely different. Absolutely. As we go back, remember, Highlander. Yep. So Highlanders come from the Highland of Scotland. Yep. With Christopher Lambert, the Frenchiest Scotman who ever lived. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you like to go to the Highland and err with me? <laughs> but yeah, you continue to see uh, multiple fighting. And uh, had you heard of this movie before I even? Oh, fuck yeah. Of course, everyone's heard of Highlander. Okay. I know about Highlander. There's like, like there'd be only one. I knew about all that. I knew about Christopher Lambert. Knew about fucking Sean Connery in it. I just hadn't seen it. Okay. I often wonder when somebody, when, whenever somebody mentions a movie to me and I hear of it, I will usually watch it. So is it, is it just time? Because you watch movies all the time. Oh so. yeah, I watch movies all the time. It's just like like I essentially have like a cue, and then like and like every once in a while something will like interrupt the cue that I right. have going, and then I will just forget about the cue and start building it again. Okay. Yeah. See, I just I watch and then watch and then watch and move on, and I'm not even sure. I'd have to look, but I'm not even sure Netflix has Highlander. Uh, Maybe yeah. the sequels. Yeah, as far as... Uh, I did some research for this, but it looks like the only places you can really get this is uh, PlayStation and iTunes. Okay, yeah. So, And that's and that's the thing, because the first one, as I mentioned, had such a an odd group of people who put it out. But this, the sequels were all done by Columbia Pictures, Sony TriStar. Yeah. And, so and the shot they just showed was brought to you by Pepsi. It was him crushing a Coke can. Ah! See, I, I had missed the uh, the commercial placement there. It was a really weird commercial placement. It's like, hey, the main character of this movie, fuck Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, and I hope I don't spend an, an 90 minutes doing this, but like in the 90s, the Pepsi Wars were huge. The Coke Wars were huge. Yeah. They were begging you to like try their drinks. And there was a whole ad campaign of like Burger King signed on Pepsi. Now, if you go into a Burger King today, Burger King has Coke. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. And there's... <laughs> All right. So, so he's a Frenchman from the Scottish Highlands using what looks like a samurai sword. Using a samurai sword, fighting uh, a, another guy that's supposed to be from the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, instead he looks like a dad. Yeah. And uh, and if you take a look at those cars, every single one of those cars looks like it was obviously bought for a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. So they could destroy it on a set uh, in this movie. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's there's a great and we'll get we'll get to this later, but I just want to say this now while while I remember it. There's a great studio in New York City called Silver Cup Studios where they filmed all sorts of TV shows. Thirty Rock was filmed there. All sorts of movies were filmed there. So you actually see the roof of Silver Cup Studios when you're driving on the subway in New York City. Uh -huh. and you see it on the roof in this building as well, and it's really cool to actually see it, uh, knowing that. Uh, so many of these fights were done inside. Are you laughing at the backflip? Yeah. Just this fucking dad-looking motherfucker just backflipping off a car. Yeah. He's backflipped, and uh, because they cut because they cut the wire or the, the sprinkler system, all the sprinklers are going off. 
It isn't just one hole in the sprinkler. They're all going off. Yeah, that's how, that's how fire suppression systems work, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he fucking cut the fuse box, and that just means the lights flicker occasionally. But these fights look so much cooler. <laughs> yeah, like, this is some real fucking workman filmmaking, but... Oh, yeah. They're making it work with the editing. Yeah. Good sound effects, too. <laughs> oh, and that's a six from the Russian judge. <sighs> nice backflip. Nice work there. Uh, and uh, Christopher Lambert... Running around with the nice white sneakers. Uh, we have to see if we can spot if there's even a logo on there. The fuck are you doing, dude? Well, remember, he doesn't have a sword right now. He's got to find his sword. No, like... Rest. Why was the... What does backflipping have to do with finding your sword? Because it looks cool, man. It really doesn't, though. Especially no, doesn't. in a wide shot that they no. just hold for five seconds. No, no, yeah. When they... Uh, the guy's doing a backflip down the entire garage uh, just because the filmmakers are thinking we got to have something stylistic here. Yeah, like, did the director just find a guy who could do that and just say, hey, do this forever? Well, it was, you know, 1986. The 1984 Olympics were very big. Mary Lou Retton and all of her stuff going on. So they're probably like, how do we get the Mary Lou Retton fans in here? Yeah, so it was this and then Jim Cotta. It was, yeah. Abs oh, Jim Cotta. Now, that's another classic. Jim Cotta, <laughs> American Anthem. Oh, that was, you know... In this day and age, with movies costing so much that there's not as many good, bad B and C level movies that come out anymore. Yeah, it's just kind of like either things are like so fucking intentionally shitty that you can't really fucking take them seriously. Yeah. Or they're just boring. Yeah. And you used to be able to, you know, there's whole, whole careers that were made on just acting in really bad films. Oh, yeah. Christopher Lambert. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Well, you know, like cult classics being notwithstanding, those Evil Dead movies, they're classics because they're great. Oh, yeah. Those are some of my favorite movies. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's like those in American Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, look at all these classic cars. Yeah. Apparently you know. immortality is shit on the transmission. <gasps> Say it. Say it. Say it, you dirty bitch. It's the only reason you're fucking here. Uh, wow. That's what something I'm hoping the second season of Stranger Things does on Netflix. I'm hoping they show more bad 80s car explosions. <laughs> they did a good job of, of making fun of 80s movies and Stranger Things, but they didn't blow up cars right. Yeah. Ooh. They just, need, they just need a bunch more, like, just fucking Semtex taped to the bottom of a hood. Yeah. And 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 thank God the wrestling match upstairs at the gardens is so noisy that nobody's hearing all these cars explode downstairs in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, man. This is fucking... One of the heydays of wrestling. Shit just... That shit is taken seriously. There can be only one! <laughs> all right, do a backflip now, Forrest Highlander. Yeah. yeah. Or throw away your sword, fuck it. Yeah. So it's like, in order, he knows there's hundreds of other people out there trying to kill him, but in order to get through the crowds, he's willing to leave his weapon behind. Did his sword not have a scabbard? You'd have to tell me what a scabbard is. It had it, a handle. It's the, thing you, it's the thing you put the sword into. The sheath. Uh, I think he had one at the start, at the, when, when he started fighting. Like, like, like he pulled it out of his coat. Yeah. And then, we never heard it drop, we never saw it drop. 
So is he just running around with a fucking empty sword sheath in his coat? I think he might have been. <laughs> just to save time. It's like, I'm going to leave the sword behind, but take the sheath with me. Yeah. You know? Well, and these swords are like as sharp as a sword can be. Yeah. I so s- you wouldn't need anything to keep it. You could just put it in your coat. You wouldn't need any <laughs> container. All right. So we we now get to see... Before hair extensions were, were easily done <laughs> and accessible to all, uh, Dead and I have our hair extensions in right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got fucking luscious locks. Luscious locks. Uh, so so you, uh, there we are now seeing them all with their gorgeous long hair heading into battle. I think they used some of the trimming for this for the samurai cop wig. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Anybody who loves Game of Thrones will love Highlander, I think. Um, probably not, but let's just try to capitalize on it's the It's a bit too happy right now for Game of Thrones fans. Well, yeah, because there's sunshine. Yeah, and like, listen to the fucking soundtrack. Oh, that great queen music, the up, up tempo stuff. Wait, uh, isn't that the fucking castle from goddamn Monty Python? Maybe. Maybe. And that, of course, is the woman from the. Uh, the Men Without Hats safety dance video. Yeah. Which we, we can't quote either, but, you know. Yeah, that, that video's happening on, like, the next hill over. Yeah, yeah. Now, if this was a modern-day remake, that would be Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who's boring as heck in The Beguiled, by the way. If you go see that Sofia Coppola film, just a snore. Just such a snore. You know, it's like, oh, it's artistic and wonderful, but okay. It's and now we're in now we're in Game of Thrones. Now we're in Game of Thrones. Yeah, this is the Battle of the Bastards. Battles of fights and everything, and uh, yeah, that there's the Army of the North. The other one's the Army of the fucking Boltons. Yeah, uh, but simpler times. One was one is black and one is white. And you uh, racist. Yeah, <laughs> that's the colors of the banners. <laughs> and Short Clancy Brown cameo there, by the way. Yeah. Now get ready because. That scene in Wonder Woman, where she realizes her powers, is really just a copy from this. This is where Wonder Woman stole that scene from. Oh, yeah. There's Clancy Brown's first OC. Please don't steal. (laughs) So it's so... After you see this movie, then, you might start to be able to watch Spongebob Squarepants with, with additional <laughs> hilarity. Because occasionally, Clancy Brown, who does a lot of the voices in Spongebob, yeah. will throw out a Highlander line every now and then. It's it's like there was one scene early in, in the run of Spongebob where they go into the Krabby Patty restaurant and uh, Spongebob... The Krusty Krab. The Krusty Krab. And so Spongebob says to him, um, don't you have more than one hamburger to sell today? And he looks at him and says, there can be only one. Yeah. Now, many, many, many preschoolers didn't catch the Highlander reference in SpongeBob, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That was, that was back when SpongeBob was, like, real cerebral. Yeah. Yeah. Be- you know, before, before he got popular. And- yeah, he sold out, man. Fucking- I know. I just, uh, I, hate, I hate when animated characters sell out. Yeah. Look at these battles. Look at the choreography. I mean, come on. Yeah, like the choreography of just fucking dogpile. Yeah. Now, how you can tell this is not Game of Thrones is there's probably no more than 10 people on this set. Oh, yeah. And they just keep changing the direction, the filming, and uh, their costumes. Whereas on Game of Thrones, even if it's a fight where you need 10 people, there's 25 million people fighting. 
they have the CGI capability to put them all in. It's like, oh, I am Scottish. Fight me, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah, nobody will fight him. Nobody will fight you. It's like how when you watch Braveheart and there's there's a, there's a thousand people fighting. But, but these two specific ones that the camera's on, nobody's, uh, you can't get anywhere near them. Yeah. But of course, you know, if you didn't have that, we can't pick apart why Hollywood makes movies the way they do. And what a fighter he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, just a light thrust forward and he's fucking done. Da, 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 da. No, my buddy. Yeah. So for the record, uh, the guy that is running to save his friend's life dropped his sword. <laughs> Check the fucking quality. Did they How change like that? a different film stock? Oh, yeah. Did they just lose the fucking original? Have to fucking upres the upres the fucking. Well, print? we're watching. We're watching as you mentioned the the 30th anniversary edition, which is the director's cut. Uh-huh. So there's different quality of, of film in the director's cut because they didn't that wasn't included in the theatrical release that they just put it in for the director's cut, uh, telling you well we don't have the quality is what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, and so now that we've come back to modern day, and why did he turn into the cop car? Like there was a fucking good fucking seven feet of space the other direction. Well, they have to catch him. They have to catch him for story purposes. What they couldn't they couldn't afford a car chase? No. No, not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. No. Oh, they're being horrible to him. Yeah, you're under arrest, innocuous person. With those white sneakers with no logo on them. Some ID. Home, Nash. I have to take a shit. How is his name Nash? We just found out he's Connor McLeod. What? <laughs> I will blow your fucking brains out. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. Fuck you. But in the remake, he'll be saying, why don't you move, pal? I'd love it. (laughs) So here now, after just seeing modern day, (laughs) where Nash is alive, still not knowing what's going on because you're just watching this movie because somebody said, hey, we should go to the movies tonight. Yeah, just, what the fuck is happening, man? What's the Scottish shit? And now you're about to see that this guy who's alive in modern day did, in fact, die of that one sword. Yeah. A very yeah. light stab wound that did, seem, that did seem to have the like fucking blood drip a lot further down the blade. Yeah. Yeah, and of course the cut on his head too, which came from the uh, from the stomach wound. Yeah, and speaking of Game of Thrones, absolutely. Yeah, gonna call yeah. him the gonna call him the red. Hey, isn't that? It is not. If you're thinking it's Odo from, uh, no, not Odo. I'm thinking. Night. I'm thinking it's the fucking like leader of the Night's Watch. It could be. I mean, the guy in the background there looks like Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Who I'm thinking was probably not even born when this movie came out, but it's, so it's not Seth MacFarlane. No, he's a film Highlander. Yeah, and uh, yeah, every, every time a movie that every time a movie releases alongside one of his cohorts and he beats him at a box office, they fucking explode. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking to see if his. Uh, all right, so there you go. Oh, how's that for juxtaposition from 
from then to now. <laughs> yeah, it's the regular body transition. Yeah. So that character actor you probably remember, he's been in like a bunch of movies playing a cop. That guy's been in a bunch of movies playing a fucking rapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of really good character actors here that uh, have done some good stuff. And a Baltimore Orioles cap <laughs> in New York City. I don't think I've ever seen that in real life, let alone in a movie. Yeah. Razor sharp as opposed to wafer thin. So there's 100,000 cops there. And the woman who came in last was the only one to have seen that one item. Yeah. I love when that happens. When all these other cops don't see anything. Yeah, they never really learned the idea of the secondary crime scene. Yeah. No. <gasps> Look at that. My Ooh. God. Yeah. So it was right there for her to see, but a thousand other cops didn't see it. Or anybody else. Or anybody else. Like, there's fucking how many people there? Like, yeah. hey, what's this shiny shit? A rare sword. Oh! <gasps> well, probably a bit less because, you know, it's been used. It's been used. It's got, a bunch, mean, of, it's got a bunch of dad sweat and blood on it. <sighs> but if you have blood on a sword, that makes it worth more. Because it can, you can verify a kill. Ah! And... Yeah, you verify I kill or I cut myself shaving. Another creepy character actor that uh, that looks like uh, uh, oh, his name is escaping me. <laughs> Played the Joker in uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Heath Ledger. No, not the Joker. Sorry, the Scarecrow. Uh, Killian Murphy. Yes, the creepy, creepy cop that looks like Killian Murphy. Polish National from Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's how they explain the accent right there. <laughs> I'm from lots of different places. From France and from Scotland. <laughs> Do you see the, the cheek muscles flinching on that guy? Yeah. He's angry. <laughs> Flawless theory. Oh, yeah. Regular fucking Sherlock Holmes over here. Oh, right, the 80s. The 80s. Yeah. Insensitive. Why is a beat cop an interrogation with a fucking suspect? See, I was going to ask that question, too. You've got the beat cop who almost shot him when, when, uh, when he came out of the garage. So that gives him the right to be in the interrogation. And how big is that interrogation room anyway? 
If anybody's yeah, ever Jesus, seen, yeah. this is a if you've ever seen an episode of Twenty Four or Homicide or any cop show, that's a fucking interrogation theater. Yeah, like it has fucking open windows in the middle of the precinct for everybody to see what's happening, including all of the ladies of the night who are obviously in there because they've been arrested. Yeah, just walking by, it's like, oh, he's so fancy. I can't even tell where his accent's from. He's so foreign. All right. There you go. Woo! That's uh, that's dead laughing at uh, some bad uh, makeup and costuming. Clancy Brown, motherfuckers. Or were you laughing at the cassette deck? <laughs> uh, no, cassette deck is fine. Just goddamn. Is the honest way to a Cure concert? Ah, you see. Okay, so Victor Kruger. <laughs> Jesus. 20 bucks for a hotel. I'm trying to think now if they wanted if they wanted in a modern day movie to make us think that somebody was a was maybe a low life in a seedy hotel. Would they put a leopard skin vest on him and give him a long earring? Um, earring, no vest, probably. Okay. All right, fair enough. Like, even today, leopard print is still, has that connotation to it. Oh, and he has a man ponytail. Oh. Outstanding. That's, that's, uh, that's what it was known in the old days as, as a mullet. Clancy Brown just keeps getting fucking better and better. Yeah. He's classic. He's uh, he's in his $20 a night hotel room uh, with his age-old sword practicing. That he carries around like a fucking sniper rifle. Carry out. And, uh, you know, I guess the $20 hotel room is so that he can be undercover. Now, Times Square at this time, New York City was, was a dirty, dirty mess at this time. So CD hotels yeah, this were time everywhere. and no other time. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's Disney now. I love this line. I love that line. Oh, Lex. <laughs> You're so crazy. Uh, oh man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, fuck this guy already. Why? Just because of the lab and his 80s receding hairline? It's the gum. It's mostly the gum. The gum. No, you're right. Nobody who chews gum like that's a good person. I gotta. I, I gotta be honest with you. You're absolutely right. Unless you're playing baseball, um, or some kind of sport, or you're paid to promote gum, uh, you don't need a pack of gum in your mouth as you walk into a lab. Okay, Jesus Christ! Is was this precinct built for nine foot tall people? It was. Yeah. Remember, Russell Mulcahy came into movies from commercials, so for him it's all about the look, the shots, and uh, and so yeah, the police, the, the the police headquarters had to be very big so that you could be artistic and and commercial as opposed to necessary and the right size. <laughs> all right, so she was just given the tiny little piece of steel that was taken out of the concrete wall. I remind you. 
These cops could not find a sword under a car, but they could find a tiny little bit of steel embedded in the concrete wall of the parking garage. Well, the tiny bit of steel is within that first cordoned off area, so that's where they focused. Yeah. Anything beyond that is just fucking noise. Yeah. All right, so she's in there now looking for more steel. And there's so much of it that you can get it with a metal detector. There's some more of it. Look at look at how much steel managed to get into that bit of concrete from one swing of a sword. And how much it managed to fucking warp. Yeah. Like, that sword has got to be fucked now. And you just missed it there. He just kicked the uh, the can that... that uh, the can got revenge. And that's how she knows he's there, because he kicked the can. Yeah. Cook says, fuck you. Yeah. They're back now. That's why they're in F-13. The polar bears all up in's. Ah, some more of that beautiful Queen music in the background that uh, that for uh, licensing reasons we cannot play for you. <laughs> but again, don't go online looking for the Highlander soundtrack. There isn't one. It's Queen, the Queen album, A Kind of Magic, that uh, my buddy Mike Gogan and all of us in Summerside would crank. And uh, it also has the song One Vision on there. Which the last words in that song are fried chicken for no reason <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. And she gave up she gave up in the uh, garage quite easily, didn't she? Yeah. Lady, run. Just fucking get out your mace or a gun and run. <laughs> he wasn't in the bar when the, when the bartender said her name. But yet he heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's just off camera watching. Yeah, you know, Highlanders. Yeah. Oh, he's a Highlander. Yeah, that's the hand wavy. How could he do that? Oh, Highlander. Okay, again, the white sneakers. Do we see a logo? No. They could just be no. Probably names. some kind of Nike. <sighs> Nike was coming into its own around that time. But, but like Nike with like a piece of duct tape over the Nike logo? Yeah. His spidey sense is tingling. Ooh. I'm pretty sure this is the street where Jessica Jones met the purple man. <laughs> <laughs> Should I watch that show? I haven't watched it yet. You is really it should. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty okay. good. Solid. I've heard good things. I don't think it is as good as the first season of Daredevil, but I really like it. Okay. My niece really loves Flash. Flash got Flash was pretty good for the first two seasons. Third season, they got two Arrow. Okay. Okay. Just everybody started crying all the time. They started fucking over all their female characters. Ah, fuck. Is crying wrong? Because I may cry later in this movie. It's just some no, movie. no, it's like. Like in in the Flash, uh, that that's the that was supposed to be the fun show, right? And then it got way too Arrow, and Arrow has been shit since the second season. Absolutely, I watched the first season of Arrow. Yeah, first season of Arrow was okay. First season of Arrow was okay. It did what it could. Yeah, but it was still kind of just shitty Batman. Yeah, 
Season two, they managed to actually find their footing. They managed to get like a decent story out of it. They managed to tie in the fucking flashbacks really well. Introduce a really great villain with Slade. And then season three was just a fucking wet fart. Okay. They went right back to shitty Batman as they started bringing in the fucking League of Assassins and Rachel Ghoul. All right. So uh, Clancy Brown. Uh, who was in Flash? Who was in Flash? Uh, the Kruger character uh, just called the character that we don't know as McCloud to be McCloud and said there could be only one. Now, the reason I'm recapping is because this fight started with Connor McCloud swinging a, a hose at him as he had his sword. And then now he's got the uh, the concrete, uh, the metal tube uh, as he's got his sword. Meanwhile, a cop helicopter just in the area. Just in the area. Yeah. You know, those yeah. regular those regular aerial sweeps from the NYPD. Yeah. But those swords are so thick and could cut anything. Uh, I would figure that it would cut through the metal tube, uh, the metal rod that he had. Highlanders. Highlanders. Oh, okay. So yeah, like regular, like regular swords can't fucking do that shit, but Highlander magic. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Oh. <gasps> Didn't you start this by trying to follow her? Absolutely. Well, then he's a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> okay. I was like, all right, so was that a homeless person or Scotland? <laughs> that was Scotland. See, there now we see him alive for the first time. Hallelujah. Nobody would fight him once. Now they won't drink with him. Well, that's just shitty. Like, in Scotland, I'm pretty sure that's, like, a real insult. Yeah. You know, you come back from the dead on Game of Thrones, and everybody's happy to see you. Yeah, everybody just fucking wants your dick, and then this guy comes back, it's like, oh, fuck off, Frenchie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that accent is amazing. Yes. Even his, even his girlfriend, who at the time I believe would have been referred to as his wench, uh, even his wench won't drink with him. <gasps> what? Why does the priest have a mohawk? I would say, you know, just a fashion choice. Was the Mohawk big in fashion in ancient Scotland? Um, I think amongst priests it were. From the (laughs) cinematic film references that I have, it was. So it's it's not enough to just tell a man who can't die to get out of your city. You've, you've got to put him in, in, Stocks and throw rocks at him. Just because he's got the devil in him? Yeah. That's like, take take this from me, the person who's never been in the movie before. It's like three headbutts in a row there. That really has to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> this gets a little Monty Python here for a second, too. <laughs> What is he then? A witch, a witch! (laughs) 
I know there's no crying. Beautiful <laughs> moment there. You couldn't have at least like slipped him a knife to cut his bonds a bit? No. No, that would be helping him. He helped him by not getting him killed. And look at that. Look at the way that that moon is rising over Scotland. Yeah, it totally looks like a real moon. Very, very E.T.-esque, I thought. Err, the cinematography! Ah, oh, and look at that transition. Whoo! <laughs> now, do you find the pacing of it from modern day to past? Is the story good enough to follow, or, or do you find it... I'm following it. Okay. It's not really that hard, just fucking... Okay. So Christopher Lambert, he was in, he was in Scotland. Why? Who the fuck knows? Let's yeah. find out. Yeah. We'll find out eventually. Yeah. Once in Highlander you... 2, The Quickening. Oh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't ever watch that movie. We tried to, actually. We just couldn't find a working copy. Oh. It, it was for Worst Movies Ever Month 2. That's definitely one of them. Definitely one of them. Although three is worse. <laughs> yeah. Worst Movie Ever, Caddyshack 2. Just... It begins and ends there. It was like, it's, why bother? There is a, there's a movie that I consider the worst movie ever made, and I hate that I have to refer to it as a movie when I say its title. Okay. Movie 43. Yeah, oh no, that's awful. It yeah. is yeah. it is horrendous. Let's get every big name in Hollywood to do this movie, and we'll make give them two scenes, and they're all going to do it. Like, why Kate Winslet and Hugh Jackman and everybody was in that movie? I Tricks, mostly. Uh, Just horrible. like... I think it was like similar reason as to why Bill Murray was in those Garfield movies. They thought it was a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now. Getting that classic French physique. Now, of course, in Scotland of the, of the uh, 200s, a more beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, naturally. Uh, a horse that is just chilling. Yep, just hanging out. Now, of course, she's got a great Scottish accent, like uh, Kelly MacDonald from the first train spotting movie and uh, movie and Boardwalk Empire. Uh, unlike the Scottish accent that we get to hear from Cooney McLeod. Life is good for this man who can't die. <laughs> oh, she's fucking dead. That horse is dead too. And her name is Blossom. <laughs> Pretty sure the Dread Pirate Roberts is going to be up on her. Yeah. As you wish, my lady. Well, ain't you fucking flamboyant? He's Spanish! <laughs> Sean Connery, who's actually Scottish, in a movie from Scotland, is playing a Spaniard. While the Frenchman is playing the Scotsman. Yeah. And his accent is just Sean Connery. Yeah. Not even an attempt at fucking making it Spanish. Yeah. You can tell he's a Spaniard, though, because he has a really good tan. Yeah, also like feathers. Peacock feathers are the fucking... Symbol of Spain. Absolutely, yeah. It's the national bird. Yeah. You know, Scotland. 
go in the house. Why does this keep happening? I'm not even made of metal. Look at those amazing special effects. I love watching those, uh, the quickening comes. <laughs> the, the, the printer actually watching gets darker so that they can have the special effect of a lightning bolt over top of it. <laughs> Ooh. She's a confident 80s career woman. She pays for her own meals. <gasps> look at that. Look at the trickery. Look at the trickery. He wouldn't let her look at the files. So how, how did she get him out of the office? I forgot my purse. But that's a different file that she was looking at. The one she was is. looking at. She was looking at the brown one and that file is now red. So continuity mistake right there. All right. Wait, was he just sharpening the back of his sword? He was uh, sharpening uh, the sword. Uh, <gasps> she's a sword master? My God. And she's working for the police? What a dink! That's storytelling in the, in the 1980s. Say a line. To, to be fair, it's better. It's better than a lot of what we have today. That's true. No, it is true. Which I mean, would it is true. Yeah, which would be a character looking at her saying, "You're an ancient sword expert, right?" Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Trans. Oh, look the wood water transition. <laughs> I'm pretty sure fish don't like boats either. Yeah. That also was, I think it was season four of SpongeBob SquarePants, where he looks at Mr. Crest, Mr. Crab and goes, I'm a sponge, not a fish. <laughs> Beautiful camera placement. <laughs> what the shit? So look at that. I can't swim is what he said. Yeah. You know, Scotland. Yeah. As uh, Sean Connery is playing... Um, an Egyptian Spaniard. An Egyptian Spaniard, uh, or as it's also known, uh, the Liam Neeson role. <laughs> very gorgeous. Very, very gorgeous. It's all that fog is basically what Ontario has looked like this summer. <laughs> I woke up this morning, I couldn't see the top of the CN Tower. Then I couldn't see the middle of it. Wait. I'm drowning. Better make sure my face is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you know you're alive. Yeah, if you have a face, you're alive. Yeah, if you can still feel your face. That's why, like, the weekend song, I Can't Feel My Face, basically <laughs> means when I'm not with you, I'm dead. <laughs> and that's a Highlander reference. 
It all comes back. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Great Canadian recording artist, The Weeknd. The Weeknd loves Highlander. I think we've all figured that out. Highlander and Selena Gomez. Those are what he loves. Yeah. Now he's still got his sword. Did you see his sword when he went in the water? <laughs> he had it on him, I think. Probably. You know, Highlanders. A clumsy child. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. And now we get to see all of the uh, the classic training sequences like I'm really looking forward to in, uh, in uh, The Last Jedi. I love all the Star Wars, Star Wars references. Did that fish just fall out of his skirt? The fish fell out of his skirt. If he can have a sword in there, Death, he can have fish. Like, yeah, you saw his fucking scabbard there. You saw yeah. his sheath in the water. Yeah. But well, what was he holding onto that fish with? Was the fish holding onto something? Listen, you want to know what's under a Scotsman kilt? I don't. How was he holding onto the fish? <laughs> Let, let's leave that to the story. Are stars just pinholes in the curtain of night? No, they're a bunch of gas shit in space. That's writing, man. That's, <laughs> that's lyrical writing. Flashback. Yeah, flashback to the thing that happened five minutes ago. Yeah. But I had forgotten it. <laughs> I was so caught up in Sean Connery being a Egyptian... Egyptian Spaniard. Portuguese Spaniard Scottish man. Because you know Highlanders. Yeah. Until the time of the gathering. The gathering of the juggalos. It'll be happening out in San Fernando Valley. Yeah. We should bring lots of Fanta. It would have made more sense for it to actually be in Los Angeles. But uh, New York was the New York was the place at the time. All right, so here we go. This uh, in your head, imagine that this is a Rocky and Eye of the Tiger is playing. In my head, I was thinking of Zardoz. Zardoz, yes. But uh, if you're wondering, yes, to quote the great uh, Team America, even Highlander has a montage. <laughs> montage. But I, I, I don't know why they didn't throw a Queen song, in, uh, an actual song in here, as opposed to just the, uh, the lovely romantic ballad as the two men train. They needed to give the guy who made the music. They needed to give that the guy like actually earn his composer credit. Yeah. You can't really be a composer if you just license Queen. I love the goat. The goat. The goat's supposed to be a background player. It's trying stealing some focus. His translator is like, "Wow, you fucking suck." And for trivia buffs, we did learn her real name there, Heather. Okay. He calls her Blossom and Heather. So it was not just the character of Blossom from the television show of the 80s, by the way. Look at that choreography. Yeah. I t I tell Sword you, Tai Chi. Yeah. Sword Chi, if you will. Really makes you want to visit Scotland, doesn't it? Of course, all of that is probably a mall now. Yeah. That deep, that fucking stag is just sitting on the side of the mall, just crying. Yeah. So in Rocky, you had to catch a chicken. 
This is gonna punch a stag. <laughs> You're gonna catch a stag. Then fuck it. Now go, Connor! Catch the stag! Mount it, you wee French bastard! I can only do a Scottish accent as, as Mike Myers. That's that's the problem. <laughs> Are Highlanders animorphs? <laughs> it looks like they just got some some National Geographic stock footage and threw it in there. <laughs> as I sit here now, I'm trying to think, do you actually see either one of them with the stag? No, nope, they just fucking the stag yeah. just out the it's like the stag is a stag. Eh, just feel it. Don't don't go near it. Just pretend you're a stag. Yeah. All right. Let's get the stunt doubles. Stunt doubles to jump over the camera. This is the best summer vacation ever. Yeah. Let's watch meatballs. <laughs> and look at look at how quick they're fighting. It's like okay, remember, go to the right here. The right. Just again, yeah. a lot of light thrusting. The Highlander's greatest weapon, a light thrust. The student has become the master. The student also lost my fucking sword. Yeah. You're going, like, you're going to find that shit. You're going to get that. We weren't climbing down that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that hot. <coughs> oh, God. It laughs, like, laughs so hard, it hurt. Watching, I was watching the uh, the summer 2017 shark movie 47 feet down the other day, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the buddy who's on the boat gives the girl who's going in the shark cage the camera and says, "If you drop this, you have to go down and get it." <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting there going, "She's going to be down on the bottom anyway. We know that. That's in the poster. And she's going to be in a cage." Yeah. Now look at his sword. The handle of his sword. That beautiful white ivory. Yeah. That is some quality craftsmanship. Oh, yeah. That he got from, you know, Spain. Or wherever. He, he may have just picked it up at a, at a Renaissance fair. Do they have Ren fairs in Renaissance time? I think they did. So they yeah. just called them fairs? Unless they had future fairs. <laughs> All right. There she is now. Everybody come get your loose chickens. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, bum fights. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> that won't please my girlfriend. I will tell you that for nothing. <laughs> hey, Connor, I got a live chicken instead of all those dead ones. Yeah. Well, and she was certainly selling a lot of chickens for a farm that only had two goats. Yeah, well, two goats and a horse. And a horse. So maybe the chicken they kept down to the bottom of the hill. Yeah. You don't want to keep your chicken too close to the house. They get, yeah. they get complacent. And again, this is either the set of Men Without Hats, Safety Dance, or the classic South Park episodes, uh, the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> He's so sad. You can count that high? Okay, that's where we got the sport. <laughs> of course, it's a Masamune. 
Oh, it's a samurai sword. Because you know, in uh, in 23 BC, a Japanese father would have been happy for her for his daughter to marry a Spaniard, Portuguese, Scottish guy. Yeah, naturally, there's there would be no shame in her not taking a Japanese husband. Oh, totally. Yeah. <gasps> the concerned look of one man giving his sword to another. Bow chicka bow wow. That woman again. The woman in the background is just like. The extras in this movie didn't get the fact that you're, you're supposed to blend in. The yeah, goat the, and then that woman just staring right at the camera. It was like, what the, what the fuck movie did I sign up for again? Yeah. And seriously, why have the living room in this castle at the top? And there, they're not whispering. So you know Blossom is hearing all of this elocution. Yeah, and even if they were whispering, that shit would, that shit carries. Yeah. Like, when you live in, you know, a peasant tower, what, like, peasants have. <laughs> you know, Saturday. The Kurgan. That's your, that's your, that's your Clancy character's name. The Kurgan. Release the Kurgan! <laughs> Woo! Take a shot. With heart, faith, and a reliable water PPK. And <laughs> yeah, what if that was a fucking thing? Just, just go into a Highlander fight, just pulls out a fucking clock. Yeah. Just, ah, boom, boom. And then cut this out up with the sword. I wonder would that work? I mean, it's No, you'd have to cut the head off. Yeah, like I said, like I said, grab his sword and cut his head off with it. I mean, just because Highlanders have all these fucking things don't mean you, don't, don't mean you can't adapt. I don't know. They were just eating bread and green apples. There's not a lot of adaptation there. Oh no! <laughs> Spidey sense! Ah, uh, shite. Now it's a John Woo movie. <laughs> it's 15,000 birds. Dun dun dun! Clance is coming for you, bitch! Oh, he knows him. Oh, still great. Sean, Sean fucking Connery. Getting called Ramirez. Ramirez. Now look at that beautiful huge sword that Cougar has versus the tiny little samurai sword. And thus is the origin of his scar. But there should, there should be... And I know there can't be for story purposes, but there should be light coming out of the neck already. It can't be protected just by a scarf. Yeah. Oh, I'm get you. I'm get you. So keep climbing. And of course, Ramirez keeps following him. Yeah. No, Ramirez. He has the high ground. Yeah. Remember, Ramirez, whoever has the high ground wins the fight.
<laughs> he is the strongest. Yes. Be nice if he eats shit. Does he try to un- does he try to like uncover his head first? Just sword, sword. I need my whoopee. Well, yeah, why didn't he touch his face? Am I alive? Where's my face? I think that's only in cases of drowning. Okay. See, you're see you're you're teaching me elements of this movie that I have not never seen in the in the 31 years it's been out. Oh, that's why it's a peasant tower. It is very yeah. well kept. He uh he slammed it pushing outward, but all the stone caved inward. Highlanders. Highlanders. The laws of physics are the laws of physics are reversed for them. Yeah. And why is it the damsel in distress has to watch the fight? Wouldn't she run? She's like, when am I ever, when am I ever gonna see fucking Clancy Brown and Sean Connery sword fight again? No, that is true. I'm keeping the I'm I'm still here to the fucking end, dog. Look at that fucking Mac painting. Oh, isn't that a beautiful matte painting? As they push the rocks inward. Again, the beautiful work at uh, at Silver Cup Studios in in uh, New York City. <laughs> yeah, this is seriously this is seriously some Princess Bride shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> My name is Ramirez. <laughs> I am from Scotland and Egypt and Portugal. You killed my father. You're trying to cut off my head. Prepare to die. to die. Wow, you're a real fucking glass cannon, Shonery. Hey, Connery, you took all that shit and then just one hit and you're fucking done? Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful how the castle all fell apart with the exception of the stairway to nowhere. Yeah. You know, Highlanders, they're very cinematic. Yeah. It doesn't hurt, though. You can't kill him unless you cut off his head. I told you, boy, but there's a sword in my lung. Oh, God. Now run now. Run! Run. Get in your goat or horse and just fucking book. Personally, if I'm ever in a situation where someone's going to cut off my head, I'm going to duck yeah. at least five or six times. I'm not just going to let it happen. Yeah, or just like fall over. Yeah. You know, there's no shame in running from somebody trying to cut off your head. Yeah. That's how I feel anyway. Yeah, it's all this fucking like toxic masculinity honor shit. <laughs> There's no honor. It hasn't been invented yet. Yo, bitch, run! Yeah. Blah, bloody, bloody. Yeah. You know. You know what happens next. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I'm holding back the tears.
Well, Ooh. see, you've got to have the romantic subplot. Naturally. And he can't do it in front of his secretary. He's smoking in a building! <laughs> Look at the fucking bag. Yeah, with classic, classic Doritos bag. Yeah. Here's some more story. You know, sir, you could tie your tie a bit better if you turned the lights on in this fucking place. God, Jesus. Okay, this scene was missing for years from the original version. We did not see this scene in the original film. So we did not see the World War II scene in the film. And I'm not saying Wonder Woman stole this from Highlander, <laughs> from Highlander as well, but... Wonder Woman is essentially Highlander with Lady Parks, is what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's a great scene. I'm glad they put it back in. Knowing what I know now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So he got his so he got his surrogate daughter working as a secretary? Yeah. But she ages. Ah, buttholes. And of course the Nazi shot him in the back. Yeah. There's the beauty of that line. <laughs> and how about the bright color of that blood, huh? Yeah. I really like that scene. I do. I like that scene. So notice the little girl now has a British accent too, <laughs> who was uh, in Germany during, who grabbed her in Germany during the war and she's British now. Like father, like daughter. Absolutely. And he's got the, uh, the, the German, all the German gold and stuff there. He was a war profiteer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you live forever. You get money where you can. Yeah. 
It's kind of hard to hold down a nine to five when you can't die or age. No. But you'd figure you would turn that into like liquid assets and not like make it all cash instead of these eight foot statues you have to find room for every time you take on a new identity. Or have I given something away at that point? Have we got to? No, I don't think. We've... Never mind. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, oh, that's right. You're really getting dulled up for a date with a maybe murderer. Well, he. I brought wine in a box. He put a tie on too. I mean, they're both getting dulled up. Him, it makes sense. He's like fucking like, yeah, lady, I'm fucking down for this. And she's like, hey, I'm a fucking, I'm basically a cop. I'm looking into this shit. You're a suspect. I'll better get pretty. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure my gun is loaded and I'm going to use, by the way, he didn't know what that thing was. It was a cassette recorder. I'm aware. <laughs> I've seen many a movie from the 80s. <laughs> and that painting on the wall there, look at that again. It's Martin Short. Um <laughs> Yes, the wine and a box. Good call on that. Do you bring a wrapped present to your first date with somebody? I do, but, you know, <laughs> they, it doesn't work. It's never worked. So yeah, I not a lot of second dates. I guess maybe I should stop that. Oh, I'm trying to spy through all of her shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little drawer area where you keep your gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this the newest model of tape recorder? Yeah. Don't you have like one of those phone things that has a recorder on it? Her earrings look like my car keys. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, this little dance they're doing. She's only lived there three months, but she's got enough fashion sense to have framed copies of the New Yorker on her wall. They go with her everywhere. Whenever she was into a place, it's the first thing hanging up. Oh, you're one of those fucking wine experts. Oh, Ooh, you're boring me, Lambert. Fight! Pull your sword and cut her head off. See what happens. You can't... She cannot die. Not that she does. She cannot die until the love scene. <laughs> Why slow a movie down if there's not going to be a love scene? So... She takes it back, so he takes her back to the highlands of Scotland and fucks her in that same rock. Uh, I can't give anything away. <laughs> oh my god, could it be? It is? What? Is he messing with her? That ain't creepy. What? Oh my god!
What? Son of a bitch. Are you and Moran trying to set me up? He had to take his he had to take a look at himself in the mirror. Yeah. Hey. He's real pretty. I'm cool. Not a euphemism, by the way. I only want to see the samurai. Yeah. Not a euphemism. She's really talking about the sword. Yeah, and it wouldn't really play anyway because he calls his because he calls his you know dick at the Highlands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting them, bitch. Peace. Ooh. I don't know if I buy that analogy. So seeing this sword that's not supposed to exist 2,000 years after it was allegedly created is possible. But seeing a 747 100 years before the Wright brothers invented an airplane... Yeah, that's not possible. ...is absolutely not possible. Unless... Like time travel. Flying into a sky gina. Well, unless Doc Brown made the airplane the time machine and not a DeLorean. How are you okay? How is she okay? He didn't kill her. Okay, they have geese now. Still looking for the chicken. Now, when Freddie Mercury died, this was a uh, this song was everywhere. Yeah, uh, the connotations, the fact that it was from Highlander, uh, was was lost on almost everybody. They were just happy about this the uh, the Freddie sentiment. Yeah, but it was written for Highlander, <laughs> and the possibility of a love scene. Yeah, not only how is she okay, but he. T- doesn't even seem to be all that upset that his buddy Ramirez is uh, is nowhere to be seen. So Ramirez, yeah, just fucking, he's just gone. Yeah, and Connor's just like, oh hi, girl, oh hi, girlfriend. Yeah. And it, now they've moved into the smaller house. His voice is like a proto Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah, like why would you why would you need that big huge castle if you've got the tiny little servants' quarters anywhere? And I was just getting the goat and aging 50 years. Yeah. I I would think like maybe a year or two after she started aging and he didn't, that would become a bigger issue in their relationship. Yeah, maybe. You're in league with Satan. And all the animals put him in the stockades and run him out of town. Just a yak hitting him in the back of the head. Oh, beautiful. 
As you wish. I'm sorry about that. Ooh, deathbed wish. Just one last time. Pound the shit out of me. I... For being a 90-year-old who's on her deathbed, she's looking pretty good. She's gorgeous. The only wrinkles in her in her entire face are on her forehead. Yeah. And she still has a really good dye job, too. Yeah. Within the servants' quarters. <gasps> Would that make him a Highlander? Nah. I want to sing Queen songs right now, but I'm not going to do it for copyright reasons. <laughs> All right. So having been on huge mountains like this in Newfoundland, which it's known as the rock because that's all there is. Uh, it's nice that they have that like foot and a half there of dirt on top of the rock. Yeah. That, that maybe he could bury her on. Yeah. I was going to say like he uses Highlander powers to fucking just turn the rock to dirt. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to have a quickening to dig her six feet under. <laughs> I'll leave my sword here. Also, we don't own anything anymore, so peace. Yeah. You yaks, go free. We just stand there when we get caught on fire. Just... All right. Lovely framing of that bridge. Yeah, they're obviously wearing microphones, which is why when they hugged, you could hear the microphones. Yes. Remember the first time I went to New York, I stood on that bridge. The uh, isn't that the bridge from Spider Man Two? Uh, it's been in a bunch of movies. The uh, Eloise's hotel is off in the background too. You can see it there. The plaza. Got more trees and stuff around it now. It was more bare back then. Let us party like it's 1399. Yes. He's a Highlander from New York, obviously. Naturally. And now in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Where's Colin Firth? I hate to see men in period costume, but there's no Colin Firth. <laughs> there's a line that should have been there that, that Lambert says that he didn't. 
<laughs> it would have been funny if after he stabbed them through there, he goes, oh, not again. Maybe try stabbing somewhere else. Yeah. You stabbed me nine times in the same spot. Yeah. This is the, uh, this is the least most entertaining fight scene with swords since uh, Die Another Day. <laughs> with Madonna as the, Jesus, the instructor. Jesus Christ, that fucking laugh. Just every time. Just like, <laughs> yeah, grab a flintlock and try to fucking shoot him at a distance. Those In things, the back of the head. It, those things got no fucking rifling. They're back... They're about as accurate as fucking throwing a baseball or a fucking lake. He shot him in the bomb! And see, like, that's basically just the same scene from the first Terminator when he was in the CD motel. Yeah, even the same fucking tracking. Yeah, same music. Same outfit. Yeah. Da da da. <laughs> What's up with this single sleeve leather jacket? Hmm. I guess they wanted to create a look they knew would never catch on. There's at least three people wearing that now. Oh, yeah. Look at that zipper. Look at where the zipper is, too. And one of Samuel L. Jackson's early roles. <laughs> More Queen, classic Queen. And how about that Trans Am, huh? That's gonna be fucking flashbacks when I had to drive the fucking Firebird. <laughs> fucking hate that car. The uh, the the Smokey and the Bandit films were still showing their uh, their muscle in these days. Yeah. Ba 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 ba. Hey, yo, guys! Is somebody having a fucking soul fight over here? I'm gonna shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> A Marine driving around New York City in a Trans Am. Yeah, naturally. With an automatic weapon. And he sees, oh, swords? Yeah, I know. Fucking just shoot him. Hut, 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 hut. So why are you doing this guy? Like, they're not fighting other people. Excellent use of shadow technology there. Yep, for like half a second. Damn! No! <laughs> and before they before they mastered the art of squib technology, they shot him, and these squibs all exploded yep, out five times. And then he fired off another fucking thousand bullets. And then and all of that. 
The shadow jump cut. <laughs> like he was just like, and then the shadow fucking like jumped a second. And the uh, the Marines T-shirt, by the way. Hey, Moscow. Sorry, we say Moscow now. There's no cow in Moscow. Hey, Moscow. Brilliant. And now the quickening happens. Yep. Because it pauses sometimes while you get rid of a vigilante. Yeah. It it saves itself for when you are prepared. Yeah. Oh my god, there's a light. This could just as easily be a Michael Jackson music video. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh my god, Grandma. There's a lot of traffic in that back alley all of a sudden. Uh. You know the quickening. <laughs> That man walks with Satan. Wow. That's a Krabby Patty for sure. <laughs> and they're all still watching. Well, time for y'all to die. Nobody in this movie will ever run away. No. Run away! Run it's, away! It's New York. They don't know how to run. And, of course, he takes the convertible and not the Trans Am. Yeah. All right, get ready. Here you go. Great moment. (laughs) (laughs) McGrady starts seizing. (laughs) Once again, great Queen song. Yeah. And she somehow got out of the car. Yeah. Another great character actor comes into the film. John Polito. Huh. One of his first roles. Uh, the movie The Crow he was in. He was the pawn shop owner in The Crow. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he was in the TV show Homicide. So many great things. Yes, to recap, the Marine did not die from being picked up by the sword and thrown across the alleyway. You know, naturally. (laughs) I have to do more work. Fuck. Yeah. Kleenex, there you go. There's another sponsor. More green apples. (laughs) 
but only in the same six spaces. Absolutely. Yeah. Never go for the head. Always go for the stomach. Yeah. Also, what you want is, like, high accuracy with a very wide grouping. Yeah. Yeah. See, that dude's fucking nuts, right? And the uh, hospital, like the MASH ward in the Korean War. (laughs) The New York Post, by the way, still runs headlines like that. Most places that try to keep business run headlines like that. The St. Regis Hotel. Gorgeous hotel. Gorgeous hotel. <laughs> what are you? Ah. Uh, I never did go into that library. I would even look up to see if it was possible to go into that library. It looks kind of fake. Probably. Well, like when I went in there and started like showing around, I expected it. To, I expected this to be like some kind of fucking fantasy library. No, I would bet that that's real. Like it's like the, it's like the fucking Highlander library. Yeah. I would go into a library, but I never learned to read. You never see how she pieces together to go into uh, look up his birth certificate. By the way, well, it it seems like it seems like a, you know, a natural progression. What? Anybody out there looking to acquire an identity? Look for dead children. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking, like, get their social security number. Yeah, and then, you know, it's easy just to fill out all the paperwork after that. Yeah. Also, don't do any of that. No, don't. It's very illegal. Just if you were to do it, that is how. Look at those early PCs, huh? (laughs) Yes, as we watch it on this 23-inch curved monitor in my custom-built PC. Yeah, but I mean, like, the fan, that, the entire, the the entire monitor there is, like, 80% fan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's the monitor. Just touch it and you'll be fucking worn instantly. Yeah, show us the screen grab, too, where you can have three, look at that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's totally, totally, uh, put on in post. Yeah, it's fucking working off the goddamn Nostromo. Yeah. Do you hear that Ridley Scott wants to introduce... Uh, I can't believe he wants to do it. He wants to introduce Ripley into the into the prequels now. Uh, and it's like, take away the Alien franchise from him, please. Jesus as a, as Christ. An aside, as an aside. Did you watch Covenant? Fuck no. Yeah. I saw Prometheus. Why would I see Covenant? It's actually better than Prometheus, but that's not saying much. Really ain't. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm going to say this out loud now. Spoiler alert! The scene where Michael Fassbender as two different robots kisses himself <laughs> is the funniest thing in a movie this year. Oh my god! It's like, wow. Somebody thought of that and then they shot it. Michael Fassbender thought of that. Yeah. It's like, hey, what if? Just an idea. What if? Yeah. Oh my god, he's lighting the candle! He's keeping his word to Heather Blossom. Heather Blossom sounds like an Archie character. Yeah. You'd see her on Riverdale for sure. Yeah, it's Cheryl's cousin who comes to town as the new hot bitch. (laughs) My bunny Heather. Did you watch that show? I didn't. Not very good, and I watched all of it. I wanted to watch it, but... Archie comics to me were a big part of my childhood. Uh-huh. And when they changed the jalopy <laughs> in the in the comic books, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with Archie. I still quote Archie all the time because it's the typical Betty Veronica yeah. setup. You yeah. Know, you've got your characters, all of that, but Oh my god, Clancy, not in a church. <sighs> church is sacred ground, Kruger! Couldn't even deign to put in a second sleeve. No. There can be only two. Jesus. (laughs) Terrible disguise. He's gone totally punk. Why do you have safety pins in your neck hole? Because he was punk rock in those days. You'd put safety pins everywhere. And so he used it on his neck to uh, keep his head together. Oh, Clancy. And then left her alive for reasons. Yeah, because because the Highlander doesn't have enough vengeful reason to want to kill him. Yeah. That he has to find that story out too. Just yell rape. Like on top of. Yeah. Like killing her wouldn't have wanted him. Although these two haven't seen each other since Ramirez was alive. So if he knew that he had raped the woman, he probably would have gone searching for him. So from a story point of view, leaving her alive only now gives him a sense of revenge. Okay, that makes sense. I'm looking to see, though, if he's got a uh, a raptor tattooed on the side of his head. I don't think it's a raptor. He's got a dinosaur on his head. Well, it's a oh, that, that's, his, that's his helmet. Lord 
No, he's got a tattoo on the side of his head. Yeah, the tattoo on the side of his head. It's of his old helmet. Oh, look at that. Like, look, the hair even fucking attaches. Yeah. <laughs> That's good costume design right there. Well, good. Bitch, fuck your god. Huh. Look, a single bit of hair specifically detached to his tattoo yeah. is all he left. Yeah, better do up, Clancy. It's chilly out there. Yeah. See, look at that. Oh, Clancy. Clancy using an old Neil Young lyric. Hi. What? Come into my lair. Let me show you how I keep financially alive over the years. Aren't you supposed to be smart, lady? Yeah, she's so smart she goes to him. And not to the cops. Yeah, not to her friends and co-workers. As he enters the, uh... The sunken living room set from the Beatles' The Hard Day's Night. <laughs> I think he's even got Captain America's sword in there. And there's an Alf doll. And just a flag. Yeah. Yeah. Good use of the camera there. All right, some exposition here. She's giggling like the Canadian National Anthem singer. <laughs> Ooh. That could have went a whole other direction. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? I like to do this on a first date myself. <laughs> the women thinks it's, think it's disgusting. But it's totally a tribute to Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you want to rewind that back, he yells <laughs> about a minute and a half before she goes anywhere near him with the, with the knife. It's in preparation. Oh! <gasps> it's like those kids who start freaking out before the needle even gets to them. Yeah. Like, I always thought that one of the Wolverine movies should have had a scene like that, <laughs> where he puts the he puts the the sword the the claws out, then cuts himself, and then she watches him heal, and that turns into a love scene. <laughs> They've probably done that once. I'm sure one of the comics, but and it, maybe during like the Japanese stuff. Yeah, 
Because I find there's no greater aphrodisiac than when a woman finds out you can't die. Yeah. She's in her mind thinking right now, I gots to have me some of that. Yeah, just dollop on it. Yeah. As the queen music that we cannot mention soars. But yes, who wants to live forever is the love theme for Highlander. Who wants to live forever with that dick? And look at this. This is very Fight Club. (laughs) Yeah, you've met me in a very strange moment in my life as the buildings explode. Kaboom! And the love scene is on. We're all very uncomfortable. Yup. Two very beautiful people. Just the right amount of lighting. Yeah, you can't can't have this go full R. I think this was rated R when it came out. But R at that time was like, there was no PG-13. Yeah, yeah, this is the PG-13 equivalent. Yeah, so it was just like, yeah, you want to see it, I don't care. Can have it go full R, like I said, this is a light R. Revenge of the Nerds was rated R. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I couldn't see Revenge of the Nerds in the theater. I had to sneak in. (laughs) So Ghostbusters, as much as it's one of my favorite movies of all time, got an extra ticket purchase for me so I could sneak into Revenge of the Nerds. (laughs) And you watch those movies now, and it's like, that was rated R? Oh, look, framing. Yeah. I wonder who that person could be in the background. Is he important? Who knows? And why he waits. It's like it follows with how subtle it is. Yeah. Oh. Don't lose your head. <laughs> it's like when Mary Jane calls Peter Parker Tiger. <laughs> it's a callback to something that we know the inside joke of. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, and that's proper that's the perfect response. Yeah. Well, and she doesn't know who she is. She's just some creep. Yeah. But that's the weirdest apartment door in the world. Yeah. Doorknob in the center, lock off to the fucking side and up. Yeah. That's apparently made of fucking two pieces of plywood. Some great drumming there by Roger Taylor. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed the, the two times we've been in her apartment. She went for the gun, but she's got two samurai swords right by the door. On one of those samurai sword shelves. She's trained in guns, not swords. Yeah. She knows how to make swords, not how to use them. I don't know. If you were trained in them, wouldn't you know how to use them? Not really. You know, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a professional movie watcher, so I know how to watch them. Yeah. But I could also analyze them, criticize them, make fun of them. But can you make a movie? I'm trying. A documentary is a movie. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we're trying really hard. Movies, as I found out this year, dead movies are not cheap to make. I never would have gathered. I would not have gathered that. No. Now we're going to have a Kickstarter campaign sometime in the fall. Uh, We hoping hoping to get a a nice tight hundred thousand dollars, considering the fact that the uh, uh, Wonder Woman movie uh, uh, cost about two hundred million to make. We would like one hundred thousand. Yeah, so it's fucking ludicrous, some fucking movies. We're hoping the National Film Board will underwrite us. <laughs> or Marvel will let us be part of the extended Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, Marvel really into seeing uh, like how, you know, Toronto area record stores yeah. Really, yeah. really fit in with the Avengers. I think that when we get to the next Avengers film, there could be a scene that took place in that block and a half in Toronto where there used to be record stores from 1944 through 2017. 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be in the Alpha Flight movie. Yeah, it'll be the one thing in the city they do not demolish. <laughs> and then and then get together in a Captain America movie to say, you guys have to stop demolishing things. And then at the end of that same Captain America movie, they demolish an entire airport. So they've learned nothing. Yep. Oh well, I love Superheroes, those, man. I love those movies. Yeah. And finally, DC has a good movie of its own. Congratulations on Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman were garbage, horrible in every way. I have been... Oh, there's a Silver Cup Studios. I have been waiting to kill you for six years. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Your mother's name is Martha as well? We're good then. We're good. We're friends again. Yeah, BVS is... Like, bottom of the list, but top ten worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. But I did rewatch it because I can't get enough for Wonder Woman. <laughs> Gal Gadot is so tremendous at Wonder Woman. Yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> An answering machine. It's as big as a VCR. Yeah. Oh, man, VCRs. I was going to say, a VCR. It's as big as a toaster oven. Oh, a toaster oven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. an app on my phone that makes toast now. I'm uh, I'm twice as old as my younger counterpart here. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> I've lived twice as long. Like this, the size of this desk. My father came home once with a beta VCR this big. <laughs> I am that old. Oh, beta. And a first generation Sony Trinitron television. <laughs> You're not coming back. Never get white. Shirts like that lovely woman has on has a pocket in it. What do you need a pocket there for? I don't have any in their pants. <gasps> Who wants same words but different uh, melodies? So I can I can use these words without copyright infringement. <laughs> to live <gasps> See. The magic of identity fraud. But now without the other scene in World War II, where he says to her as a kid, it's a kind of magic, that gives this scene more power when he says it to her again as a, as that was the thing that joined them all those years. But I don't know why they cut it out. Timing, pacing, even Mulcahy. The studio was just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Why don't you just shoot on the roof? Yeah, we need to do the big fight scene. Uh, we don't have the... The stages aren't available to film. Uh, how about the roof? Yeah, fuck the it. roof. That'll save us like 15 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. Every time there's any one of those stupid movies, there's always the producer. Yeah. Oddly enough, the majority of the fight scene was not shot on the roof. <laughs> Yeah, we but, couldn't afford to use our own roof, so fuck it. I don't know. Here's my buddy's roof. The first time, and I didn't know I was going to see it, but the first time I was on this, the subway in New York on my way to Queens uh, to visit the uh, World's Fair location, uh, which they used in Men in Black, and on the very first Beastie Boys album, a thank you. And that was on the, uh, the, the left-hand side, the northern side driving past. It was like, oh, my God, Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, everybody on the subway is looking at me like, I see that every day. What do you got to yell it out for? It's like, oh, sorry, I'm Canadian. Yeah. I'm not from here, eh? <laughs> oh, sorry, Hooters, I'm from Canada, eh? Can you not see that fucking sword movie guy? I loves it. 
Silver Coop. They're like, it's funny, he's talking weird. I know you've got to have a damsel in distress, but the unnecessary reality of her tied to that sign... All you'd have to have her would be on the roof. He was coming for her anyway. Clancy Brown is nothing if not theatrical. No, you're right. I mean, he's the reason damsel in distress is a thing. It's true. It's true. Yeah, back in the 40s, he had this really weird giant mustache that he kept twirling, and then that became Snidely Whiplash. I'm going to tie her up, see? Yeah. Yeah, I guess if she wasn't up there and he didn't have to cut it down, then Highlander could run. <laughs> yes, I do that every time. <laughs> oh, God, not the water tower. Yeah, now we're back in the studio and look how fake that building looked next yeah. door. <laughs> I love it. Look how fake that dude's head looks. Yeah. Yeah. The outer, the shots of her tied up there. She's still outside, though. Yeah. It's like it's like watching the last the uh, the Ghostbusters remake, where you can tell every scene that was on a soundstage <laughs> and every scene that was shot in in practical locations. Still haven't seen it. Oh, it's horrible. It's so horrible. Well, that means you're a sexist. No, that doesn't. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity critique. Yeah. Women can suck just as much as men. What we are doing here today is offering constructive criticism, not just cinematic criticism. Never at one point have we told them how they could have done this better. <laughs> yeah, it was a good twist, wasn't it? Yeah. Keep your head in a swivel. Yeah. Surprise, fuck ass. Dar. <laughs> And no, you cannot get electrocuted uh, in water with all of that electricity from the sign, apparently. Well, actually, it's kind of a misconception. Water doesn't really carry electricity that well. Salt water does. Ah. Fresh water doesn't. Okay. Like, it might get a bit of a tingle, but it's not going to be like the fucking just usually get. So the scene in the James Bond film where the radio goes into the tub is total crap then. A bit. Like, like it can it can still do some damage, but uh, you need to actually like have some amount of salinity in Breaking the water. Breaking my heart today, buddy! I took a science course. I'd watched movies growing up. <laughs> and yes, of course, that was a James Bond film starring Sean Connery. Thank you. There's your connection. We've now reached six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you can connect SpongeBob SquarePants to James Bond in one move. <laughs> Oh my god, we are falling. And how cinematic is this from from Russell Mulcahy? Speaking of James Bond, I'm pretty sure he used a shot like this in Skyfall. Oh yeah. And look, his sword is gone again. He need to get a fucking lanyard for that thing. Yeah. A bungee cord or something. Or it's like, go full Cat America magnet glove. Yeah. <laughs> Until Kate Blanchett grabs it. <laughs> oh! You are an easily distracted Highlander. 
You see how easily I cut that that metal rod in that? Uh, well, no, that wasn't a cut. He knocked it out of her hands. I saw a cut. Oh, right. Shit, I forgot you were here. What kept you? <laughs> a little bit of comedic leniency. But look at the tracking on that camera, huh? Yeah. Oh, and you never see the reflection on the floor? As they pull back? Yeah, that, that's a well done shot. Oh. Uh, it's still Hey, they, made, they yeah. managed to speed up the choreography by 20%. Yeah, they really should have had some of that old Charlton Heston uh, take every second frame out to make it move faster. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, his alcohol, his alcohol destroyed body just couldn't fucking move that shit anymore. Uh, the lightsaber training scene in the, in the, uh, the last Jedi trailer has got more, uh, more move motion and choreography than what these two are going through. Pull up your sword, Obi-Wan. I can't lift my shoulders. I'm too old. What? He cut his stomach. Cut his tummy. He's making haggis out of him. That is what is in haggis, his old Highlanders. And now he has demon eyes. What the fuck? Well, because he's close to death. Was that established before? Do we no. see? Did we see the dad or fucking what's his dick? Now he's demon again. My <laughs> contacts fell out. Shit, hold on. Yeah. Now demon eyes. Yeah. In the end, an experienced swordsman would have known that that shot, that the attempt that he was going to make there was going to get him killed. As the slime comes out. Yeah. Speed of Ghostbusters. Cut the whole thing off this time. Don't make a bad Ramirez decision. Now, you remember all those windows that were there to break, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, now the shot makes sense. I thought he was going for art, but no, he's going for the fact of now he can blow up all these fucking windows. Yeah, as they explode. And look at the, you can even see the explosions. Yeah. As they all break inside. Not outward, inward. Yeah, it would have been great if, like, in that time, just a giant piece of glass flew over and cut his head off. Then she would have been the Highlander. And now he's what? God? Jesus? He mortal? He's immortal and can never be killed. So let's make two sequels where we explain how we can kill him. Yeah, there can be only one is a really ironic like tagline for this fucking movie. Yeah. But again, you're making this movie not thinking it was ever gonna do anything. And it became, it actually did well at the box office and became a cult classic when it was released on something called video. Why is he being attacked by demons? <laughs> is he becoming a demon? He's hanging on a string. You can see that for sure. Oh, definitely. Right there it is. And now the demon wants her. And there's a, a, a Julius Caesar statue in that, in that medley there. I mean, he says he knows everything, so he knows Caesar now. Yeah, and she's got the soccer pins on her jacket there, so I don't. we have to take a closer look to see who she's supporting. I would say probably Manchester and Leicester. Probably. Or is he mortal now? 
with the fake New York City backdrop with you notice no flashing lights. Nope, but Avengers Tower, apparently. Yeah. Well, they, they, oh, I was going to, I was going to give, so I almost gave part of Spider-Man Homecoming away. <laughs> oh, thank God I pulled that one back. Oh, and look where he took her. And there's planes now. Yeah. This scene brought to you by the Tourism Board of Scotland. Yeah, and if you look in the background closely, you can see the four guys from Train Spotting there. <laughs> Will I be in the sequel? You're thinking, let's fuck. <laughs> Look at that beautiful shot. And that's in case you forget who Sean Connery was. You have, you have to see him again. Yeah. Yeah, him on the beach is really Zardoz. Like even even down like the fucking red. Yeah. You think that was like a conscious decision by the director? Just like, hey, let's put fucking Sean Connery in this, give him red, have him on the beach. You have to show that he's Spaniard. Yeah, because fucking Zardoz came out before this, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you're not put him in, in one of those one pieces again. Nope, we're gonna put him in as many pieces as possible. So is he mortal now? Is that why all the demons are gone out of him? I think that's what they were saying. Like, because that's what the voiceover was. You can you can now have a life. Oh, uh, what a brilliant movie. And that was Highlander, everybody. That was Highlander as, uh, uh, okay, so, so part of the reason that I love it is because I saw it when I was like 16. Uh-huh. And it's it it stuck with me because it was awful and horrible and great at the same time. But the soundtrack totally makes that movie. Uh-huh. And so seeing it now, uh, would you ever say to your friends, "We have to watch this movie," or are you done with Highlander forever? I'm probably done with Highlander. Yeah, like there was not like this was no Commando. <laughs> No, Command- that's true. Commando was the kind of movie that I'm like, dude, you need to see this. Because it is so fucking ridiculous and over the top and just so fucking cheese. Early Schwarzenegger with some great lines. Yeah, this... But you said you'd kill me last. I, I lied. lied. Yeah. Yeah, like this, it has its moments. You notice, by the way, there was a dialogue coach. So of if you ever need anybody was. to work on you with dialogue, Joan Washington. Oh, there's a horse master. And the horse master. And the stunt artists. And the nurse was Babs, and the additional voices came from Lips, Inc. Not the band, but Lips, Tish. Inc. And they had changed a huge the, hit with Funky Town. And they changed the I and the Y around. Yeah. Yeah. Lips, Inc. had a huge hit with Funky Town, and this is a different Lips, Inc. And the script supervisor was a guy named Squib. The Squib supervisor was a guy named Script. Totally odd, these credits. Anyway. So that was versus fucking guest watch. Well, dude, I wanted to start off with a movie that was going to be a classic for my generation, but not for your generation. <laughs> but but there's so much in this movie that connects to pop culture today. Yeah, it that is. That I thought was worthwhile seeing. This is an oddly prevalent movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like Clancy Brown, everybody knows 
Clancy Brown. They've, he's oh, yeah. been in so much stuff. Oh, yeah, Clancy Brown is the fucking name that yeah. made it out of this movie. Yeah. Like him and Sean Connery. I was going to say, Sean Connery was a bit of a name who made it out of this movie as well. Yeah, like like fucking... Well, no, Sean Connery was a name before this movie, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like like this kind of... This was the first Clancy Brown real thing. Yeah. Well, Sean Connery in the 80s made a lot of... Like Zardos. <laughs> the, he came back to James Bond in Never Say Never Again, which is a James Bond throwaway. <laughs> um, and then Highlander was like... He was basically... You wanted to pay him... He would be in your movie. Yeah. But these movies have all stood up. Like Highlander, I could I could easily, because there was two guys talking over it the whole time, I could easily sit and watch this movie again. Like, I won't. Uh-huh. But I could. Yeah. Um, I, I love this movie. And uh, and and when I when I speak to my friends from high school, who we all saw it together, they they have as much reverence for it as I do, oddly enough. Whereas if you said to two or three of your friends, watch it, they would be instantly forgotten, as you said. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is an odd one. I love it. I love it. I'm glad that we got to watch it together. I'm glad you invited me to be part of it. Um, the Record Stories documentary I'm working on should be out next year. Okay. Feel free to go to facebook.com slash Toronto, And again, the anythingbut.com uh, website. And uh, don't forget Death Door Productions. Yeah, you'll be able to find Which links for Dad's website. Yep, you'll be able to find links for all his stuff down in the description. Links to my stuff, fucking everywhere. Yeah, fucking. If, if you made it this far, <laughs> let us know that you made it this far. By the way, because I'm always curious if if uh, by the end of things that I do, people are actually still listening. So if you made it this far, thank you. And uh, go see the Spider Man and Wonder Woman films; they're tremendous. Yep. So, Mr. Dan Ranish. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining me for this. Dad, good hang, brother. Yep. Uh... We got all this shit coming to the fucking website. Fucking whenever. I don't know. Yeah. Just ended it like that. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Thanks for watching, everybody. There can be only one!